welcome to Intro to Adulting, our mother-daughter podcast, where we discuss all things adulting for both the old and the new, and today we're going to talk about green flags, um, and we'll get more on that in just a second, but before we jump in, how was your week? It was good. I had a really good week. What about you? I had a boring mom week where I just cleaned and stuff, but... I actually enjoy those days. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get bored and you decide to perm your hair. Oh, God. <laughs> so I permed my hair. I haven't had a perm since high school. Who didn't? Auntie. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Who let you, you know do what? that? They used to sell perms, like at Walmart, Target. They uh, They used to sell them. Like, with the hair color. That's so dangerous. And, yeah, and they don't sell them anymore. So I had to go to Sally's, got the rods, watch some YouTube videos, because now that my hair is short, I wanted just a little bit more body. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so back in when I was in high school, I think the last time I had a perm was probably right before I married your dad. 1992, I think, was maybe the last time I permed my hair. Mm-hmm. And so I remember back... In the day I had in high school, they used to leave them on for like, I would have my, my rods on for like 40 minutes, perming my hair. Is that a long time? It's a long time because you're only supposed to leave them on about 20 minutes. But I didn't take into account this time around that my hair is shorter. Back then I had hair down to my waist. It was layered. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take into account You that left I them in for 40 hair. minutes this time? No, I left them in for 30. But watch if you want to feel. So now I feel right here. Feel right there. So now I have like these little patches. Yeah, because you burned your hair. Because I burned my hair off. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, you look like a little bald spot. Yeah, so I have like these little patches just around the crown of my head. You can't tell. Yeah, you can now that (laughs) you just pointed it. (laughs) And the perm fell out like two days later. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought, hey, how hard could it be? I perm my, so your auntie perm my hair. I even got the little the cotton thing that goes all all the way around the head, and so I totally ruined my hair. I had to go get a deep condition, and it's barely coming back. So that was a bad bad idea. <laughs> yeah, trying to be frugal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, I pinch those pennies hard. <laughs> so, so how is your week? What have you been up to? It's been good. I got a new job, uh, a spa. So I'm super excited. They're new to the Valley. They're originally from California. I looked it up online and I'm so excited. They have, do they have crystals and stuff Yeah, there? it's like a crystal. Yes. Hippy dippy, like more um, clean totally aesthetic. It's alley. Yeah, it's super pretty. I know. I was looking on the website. I'm like, oh my God. They, they have, have a crystal room. Oh my God, Serena. That is so <laughs> amazing. Like you literally, so you have like the lobby and then you go into like the console. It's like, I forgot what they're called. Concierge? It's like it's like a healer's room or something. That is so awesome. But you so feel like awesome. way more hippy dippy than I am. But you go in this room and then there's like... There's this giant mirror and it has crystals like all oh on the God. mirror. And then there's like, it's really cute. It's like this really aesthetic. This is like totally easy. your vibe. I know. I'm excited this is to totally start. your vibe. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, everyone's really nice. I went in today for like my orientation and I actually got a massage from um, like the lead that was there. Was that part of the orientation? Yeah, it's just because, like, they want to set, like, the, they, he walked me through as if I was a client. So, like, uh-huh. bring me from the lobby, doing a little console, bringing me into the so room. Cool. So, it's nice. I liked it. I'm, like, now I'm all, like, kind of, like, zen now. I don't really want to do anything for the rest of the And see, and that's why you are amazing in any healing arts. I swear to God, this girl has a healing touch. Yeah, I like massage. I think uh, it, this is going to be 
better because when I worked at my chiropractic office for like five years, it was just really hard. It was obviously more medical massage. Um, and probably more deep tissue and We stuff. did a lot of deep tissue. We did a lot of therapeutic work. And obviously I worked with veterans. Like the place that I worked at, we worked with the VA a lot. So um, it was just a lot. It was just mentally a lot. lot. My body, yeah, it was just a lot of PTSD from a lot of the veterans. And it was just too much. I took a break. And I'm getting into a more holistic, like, they only do really Swedish and, like, a little bit of deep tissue. I saw tissue. that. They only do, like, three things, and I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. The vibe is totally you. I mean, if I had to think of a spa that you would come up with, because you were saying you want to do the plant and crystals. That's it. This is, like, your calling. I but am. I'm going to book one with you. Oh, I'm going to tell everyone. All my girlfriends have been asking. Okay. Anything else exciting? Hmm. No. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, uh, this guy I've been talking to is going to come into town, what, in like a week and a half, and I'm going to show him around the valley, so I'm super excited. So this is a guy that you met online? Yes, I met this guy online, it's actually funny, but I met him through TikTok. I met How do you through... meet people through TikTok? Just like, you follow them, and then usually they have their Instagram like attached to oh. their page, and you can follow their Instagram. And kind of like, obviously, everyone knows how to use Instagram. So then you go to Instagram and you can kind of DM there and talk there. Slide and, into their DMs. Yeah. So we just, yeah. we're talking for like, oh, I don't even freaking know how long. But we've been talking for a, a minute. Um, we're taking it slow. I mean, we're just having fun. And then I'm excited to show someone all around the valley because um, yeah. he's never been here before, which is crazy to me. I told him, I was like, because. And you've met in person. I've been to California all the time. Like, that's our neighbor. You know, we just mm-hmm. jump right over. But I guess. He never has an entrance to come to He's the He's never been to Arizona? Never. Oh, my goodness. Not Sedona. Yes. Not Flag. I'm taking him to Sedona in the summer. It's not. It's packed. I love Sedona. Yeah, but not in the summer. You go in the fall. I was going to go. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to bring us to our topic. I know we've talked a lot about red flags and relationships and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I thought that we would talk about green flags. Yeah. Like what green flags mean go? So like what, when you're, when you're talking to somebody or when you go on a date, whether it's in person or, um, talking to them online or on the phone, what are, I thought we would maybe narrow down to like maybe three things that you notice that they have, um, that allows you to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take this to the next level. We'll go on a second date or a third date or we'll meet in person. So what are... So what, the first things that you notice? I think the way that they, like, ask you out is, like, a big thing. Because a lot of people will, oh, I want to take you out. I want to, like, when can I see you or when can I do this? But they actually don't make an effort to do it. It's more just sliding in and being, like, trying to holler at you. Okay, I think it's, like, different trying to holler at you and actually try to ask you out on a date. But after that... So after the first date, after you've been talking to them, oh, let's say after the first date, what's the thing that you notice that allows you to go to the second date or the third date or to meet them in person? Communication is like the number one thing. Um, I mean, how do they communicate? We're on a date and we're communicating and I mean, they're just... That's very vague. I think this is a stupid topic. It's not stupid. I think the way you're handling this topic but is you're, stupid. But, but you're doing very because you're asking things. like you're asking like, like what specific things like because it's what will get you there to the date that ultimately has something to do with it. It's not what they do on the date that makes the well, thing. But but you know after a first date, 
you know, okay, I'm not going to go on a second date with this person. So if, if, it, if it's communication, then what kind of communication? Is it back and forth? Are you guys trading information? Does they're he ask questions? And they're asking questions about me. I don't know. So he's asking questions. Like if I was going to go on a date and if a guy just totally talked about himself the whole time, the whole time and never asked you a question. Yeah. Would you go on another date with him? No, but we're not talking about that. We're not talking well, about yes. red flags. We're talking about green flags. No, I know. But that's what I'm saying. We're trying to, I'm trying to flip it from red to green. So what kind of communication are you looking for? You have to be specific. Why don't you start it then since you have bullet points? <laughs> this is why I ask you to prepare. All right. So communication, what does that look like? I mean, what, cause I have no idea. I haven't dated in 30 years. I have no idea what that looks like when you're on a date. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like engaging in the conversation, like on our date, making sure that you're asking questions like about me. Like, I just don't want to be on a date with someone that's only talking about themselves. Oh God, no. You know what I mean? I just, that's a red flag. Like I would love me. I would love to talk about all of myself, but I make sure I'm asking questions about them. Like in this, like going back and forth with just like asking questions. Cause of, you're looking to get to know somebody. Exactly. Does that, and I hate boring people that give boring answers too. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, my mom, my dad. Like, I don't know. Just, I just hate boring people. Like, you have to make it fun in the way you're you asking questions. You have to make questions. it interesting, especially yeah. if you want to go on a second date. You can't just be like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a, I'm a doctor. Oh, well, what kind of doctor? Uh, a pediatrician. <laughs> oh, well, what do you like about your job? I know. Like, I don't uh, want to be, like, prying, like, yes. pulling teeth from you, yes. like, trying to uh, yeah. communicate with you. That's awful. Yeah, and somebody that talks about themselves the whole time, then they're probably just looking to... Open up that purse and open up that purse and go on a little road trip. Is that a way of saying (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Sex. What did Fernanda say? How does she say it? What What did she say? Something with the goods. She's like, don't give up the goods. Oh, the flower. Oh, you say flower. Do I say flower? Yeah, like a weirdo, like a grandma. I don't say flower. Don't give up your flower. I say say don't give up your flower. Nana says uh, keep your purse closed. I don't freaking know. I think that when you're on a date, a green flag, like if I was to date, I'm not going to go on a date forever because your dad's still alive and, you know. Anyways. <laughs> He's not dying anytime soon. Dad's going to live you. forever. <laughs> I know. But if I was going to go on a date, and your Nana said this because your Nana has dated. Because mm-hmm. um, if you Not if you dating now that she's older. I know. And if you guys remember when we had her on. She um, she pulls. Yeah, she's she got divorced from my father, mm-hmm. and then dated, and yeah, she's she be pulling those older men. She does. Yeah, they love her. They do. And so I remember her saying that she notices how. I feel like it's also in the way they carry themselves, like the yeah. way that they engage with like the staff. Like, say we go to a restaurant, I'm looking at the way he talks to the hostess. I'm yes. looking at the way he talks to the server. Yes. I'm looking at the way he opens my door. Yes. I yelled. I think I don't know if I said this in an episode before, but I yelled at a guy that, that didn't yell at him. But I was like, I was told him I was upset. I was like, you didn't open my door for me. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that, like, I know some girls don't like that. And I was like, what? I was like, I expect you to open my door for me on the first day. You can be a feminist and still expect a guy to open your door. I think it's just common courtesy. Like, if we're dating, it's fine. You don't have to open my door every single time. Do I love it? Yes. Yes. But there's also times where I'm not, I don't expect you to always open the door. But if we're on the first date, you should be opening the door for the girl. 
to get out of the car, to get into the car, to get like into the restaurant. Like I think mm-hmm. it's just common courtesy. And I think that's a really good point in how they treat other people. Yeah. Are they condescending? Are they or are they patient? Exactly. Are they, you know, how now they carry themselves you know, too. They they're carry like themselves. Cuz yes. I mean, I was kind of off put by one guy that like was very timid like in the way that he would like talk to like the staff or just like didn't carry himself very well. It might be come from like self-esteem issues, but I also look at that. Or they could just be socially awkward. I know, but I, I personally want someone that's more like very assertive and like dominant and like that gives off like that. Dominant, yeah. Yeah, not like dominant is a bad thing, but just kind of can carry themselves where you almost like kind of respect them confidence. in a way. Confidence. Yes. Somebody Conf- that's confident. Even if you're faking it. Confident and respectful. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what Nana says that because she goes on all these dates and the one thing that really stood out to her is how they treat the women in their lives. So as you're talking to them, I think it's important to ask, so how's your mother? Or do you, you know, where do your parents live? Do you have sisters? Mm-hmm. And see how they respond to those questions to the women in their lives. If they're like very angry towards the women in their lives, yeah, like their mother or their sister and they don't talk or they're yeah. just like i mean then there's something there so if they say really good things about oh my god yes my mother you know she lives here and we talk all the mm-hmm. time and i have a sister i think guys that have sisters and they have good relationships with their sisters i think that's a good green flag i think so too because they know they know how to talk to women they know how to deal with women. Exactly. And they probably respect women a little bit more if because they, they have sisters. sisters. Yes. Yeah, I think I so think too. that's a huge green flag that is like, okay, get to the next step on yeah. the board here. I completely agree. Because they yeah. know all the things about yeah. like women, I feel like, you know? Yes. Well, think about, let me see, your exes. Did any of them have sisters that they had a good relationship with that were also good so really well my yeah I had one partner that hated him and his sister like hated each other I don't know why they both even to this day like they just don't talk she thinks he's a narcissist Uh, okay you know what there you go and he just can't stand her and I'm just like I just don't know how you can just not yeah. And I'm not going to Probably along because she calls him out on this bullshit. Yeah. They just don't get along. So. How do they treat and respect and love the other women in their life? Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge green flag that says, okay, you know what? Let's move forward. I think it's a green flag too. I know it's something so little, but I love when a important. guy will get me flowers, like for our date. I think that's so cute. And I think it's just so like, um, it's like romantic, you know, and it's thoughtful to like, you know, go out of your way to get me flowers. I love it. And I eat that shit up. (laughs) I do. I think it's so sweet and endearing. Mm -hmm. I think another green flag would be, does he have hobbies and interests? Outside of himself. And I'm not talking, does he I just want to know that you have more than one thing going for you. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be like, oh, like, I mean, there was one guy that I was kind of talking to where... His work was everything. Like, he was like, yeah, like, he was an engineer, and that's all he did. Like, he was just, that's it. 
Like, it was just... No other outside interests? Hobbies? I mean, yeah, you would go out and drink, but I don't think that's, See, like, no, a... Yeah. That's not really an interest. Me, like, I love to... I like to go hiking. I love to go snowboarding. I love to go, like, yes. to wineries. Like, I like to go to coffee shop, thrifty, and, like... Yeah. If it was just... I just love going to work, and that's it. And I come home, and I just like to sit on the couch and do nothing all the rest of the day. Like, that's... I don't want someone like that, you know? Well, like, I want to see that you have other things going for you other than... And it makes you a well-rounded person. It does. It makes you more interesting as a human being. Or that you're open to it, at least. Yes, and it probably shows that you can handle yourself in those different types of situations if maybe he likes to go hiking, you know, maybe he uh, has a group of friends that they go snowboarding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If they are emotionally healed. So if they can talk about... Like their mental health, I feel like. Like their mental health and... I think it's hot. I think a lot of women now are asking men if they go to therapy. And I think I love that it's so open. Like even on the dating apps, I've seen it. Like I've gone to therapy or like there's literally prompts about on like hinge of like going to therapy and stuff like that. Because there's not, you know... People are messed up, and that's okay. Everybody's messed up. I'm a little messed up. Yeah, everyone (laughs) needs therapy. Yeah, everybody. But if you're willing to go to therapy and know what your trauma is and want to work on healing yourself, I think that's a huge green flag. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, is that something that comes up in the first couple of dates? I am so open on my dates. I'm, like, the best for a first date, honestly. (laughs) I truly believe it. You are. I'm just like very, I used to try so hard to be this type of person that for the date or like make sure like I give them all the answers that they want to hear. But I was like, fuck it. Like I'm just going to be myself. and be yourself. And honestly, what I noticed too is how they handle me and like my banter and how like if they can take jokes is I think is like really yes, big. Yes, that's a big one because some guys, if you joke with them and they get offended. Or they get mad. Or I'm like, their Whoa. egos hurt. No. Yeah, I'm like that, huge no. green f- or red flag. Yeah, I'm like, no. no. But if you can shoot, I love being able to shoot the shit with someone. And like, they can make fun of themselves. Yeah, exactly. If, if they can laugh at themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge green flag. Yes. Um... What was the other thing I was just going... We're talking oh. about mental health. Mental health, yeah. So if they can recognize their if trauma... If they go to therapy, that's a green flag. Green yes, flag. that's a huge green flag. Or do something for your mental health, you know what I mean? And then I would say, just because, maybe not when you're younger, but I would say at this age, 20s, mm-hmm. 20s, late, early 20s, late 20s, I would say the biggest thing mm. is that they have a clear career path. Yeah, or at least an idea of what they want to do. Even now, like at 25, I'm like, I want them to have a clear career path or at least have gone to school for something or, have, you know, have an idea of what they want. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't pursue other interests. Yeah. As long as this one thing is 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 clear and settled. And then, yes, pursue hobbies and pursue interests and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, I think just being open, too, about what you want is, like, a green flag, too. Yeah. Just being up front. I mean, I'm so tired of, like, people, like, beating around the bush. Like, it just depends, I guess, also who you're dating. If when I'm dating, I'm dating with intention. I'm not just dating to have fun do and, like, on a fun little date. Do you let that be known at this point in your life? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the last couple dates I had went on, like, I was super upfront with what I wanted, and so were they. One guy actually caught me off guard because he was, like, very upfront with, 
I have my career that I want. I have my house. I is this am no. This oh. I'll I'll say that one too. But <laughs> he was just I'm ready to have a family. Like he's like I have the funds to start a family. I want to have a family. Like I'm established in my career. And it was just like and then he would ask me questions about like my previous breakups and why they ended like super oh. upfront about just very clear. Yeah, and I was like I was kind of like caught off guard. I was like, "Okay, we're talking about that." All right. And then but I liked it. Like I respected yeah. that he was wanting to know those questions and asking me those questions. Well, it just cuts out all the bullshit. That too. I mean, it just cuts out all the the crap and the fake shit and the putting on the the fronts and stuff. Just get down to business. What do you want? Relationship. Exactly. And then that one dentist, he was cool. He was just the vibe I got from him was he was getting pressured by his, his, he was Asian. He was getting pressured by his Asian mom to get married. He's like, yeah, my mom really wants me to get married. Like, it's time to get married. So I'm fine for my wife. And I was like, I just felt like it wasn't very, like. <laughs> like, are you getting married because you want to get married? Or yeah, are you getting are you married getting... because your mom is forcing you Yeah, to get it was just, I don't Can know. Can say that? What? That he was Asian. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I don't want to be stereotypical or anything. No, but that's true. He literally said that. Yeah, that's true. He said yeah. his Asian mom wanted him to get married, and he felt the pressure. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna solve your problem, dude. I was dude. like, all right, dude. I just don't. I was like, are you engaging me right now? Like, what? Are you, you proposing me? Are yeah. You get down on one knee. I just didn't understand what's oh happening. But yeah, no. Just there's there's just be smart. Like trust your body and like trust how you feel guy. around someone. Yeah. And if something makes you uncomfortable, then listen to that. You know, yeah. and then well, and we focus so much on those red flags. And I thought, well, you know what? some of the things that are green flags that, yeah that that kind of just move it to the next level that say okay you know what this is pretty cool this guy's pretty cool you know i'm gonna move it to the next level maybe we should have your your friend because i know you guys have been talking mm -hmm. um maybe we should have it would be interesting to have a male perspective on what they look for in women okay what episode are we on we are on I episode no i think we're on episode 18 and so we for our 20th it's coming up maybe that's what we'll do for our 20th episode, we'll have a special guest. We'll have your friend come on because mm -hmm. you guys are friendly, right? Yes. And you like him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe, you know, because I don't really yeah, have... Yeah, he listens to the podcast, too. Oh, okay. So you're coming on on our 20th episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so, because I don't have, like, all my brothers, all we'll your think uncles, of a fun topic everybody's, everybody's to married, do. nobody dates anymore. Yeah, we'll think of something fun to talk about. No, but I think it would be really good to talk about that. What is the male perspective? What do they look for? No, we're having a fun different topic. We're not you talking about You don't think that. that would be a good topic? No, we'll think of a fun topic. Okay, how about... I have him talk about that for my topic, and then you and ask. And we'll just have... think of fun questions to ask. This is an adulting podcast. We are trying to help people adult, so that's why I think it'd be a good topic. We're well, not talking about the same topic we just talked about, but from a male perspective. No. Hmm. <laughs> okay, but I do want to do like a total. One is it 180, 360? No, because if you turn 360, it's, you're in the same space, right? In the so same you do a total, Okay, you're in the same location. So I'm thinking that for one of our future episodes, we should do a total 180 on how not to raise a psychopath. Well, an extended family member on Facebook posted they're looking for the ex-boyfriend of the niece. He shot and killed her. The niece? He shot and killed her niece and I Fucking think two other crazy. people that she was with. Because he, she probably broke up with him. What a psycho. What a freaking psycho. Why would you... So I thought on one of these episodes, we're going to talk about... And I'm going to have to do research. We're going to talk about how not to raise a fucking psycho. And I know I have your your brother and he's not dating it. But I've already started telling him things 
um, that I think are important when young men start to date. So mm-hmm. we'll do a whole episode on that. We'll tell, you tell them about like uh, our little, my cousin, my brothers, what he and his little girlfriend. Oh, yes. We could do that all in that episode. We'll just tell them really quick. About which part? What he said, how he didn't want her to go out. Oh, yeah. So he, we were at this resort and he was at the resort with us, but his girlfriend was back at home and she wanted her high school students. Yeah. She wanted to go to a party, right? Mm-hmm. And he told her no. And his mom was like, oh, hell no. You do not tell her she can't go to no yeah. freaking party. She can go to a party. She wants to go to a party. Exactly. So I think it's just stuff like that. So. And he was like, well, I don't want her to go. And I'm like, like, well. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there are things that we can do as parents to our, you know, to help our sons grow up to not be. He didn't understand. He genuinely didn't understand why. And I was like, you, you cannot. You talk to him. Well, no, like the way he was talking to Auntie, he didn't understand. He's like, well, I genuinely don't want her to go. And I'm like, you can't tell her that. No. And then he's like, well, why? And then we just had to explain to her, like, that's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> don't you... be toxic. No, and you're not her father. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we had that whole conversation in the pool, and he was really regretting that he told us that. Yeah. <laughs> because we all, he's surrounded by his sister, his mother, his grandmother, his aunt, and his other female cousin. I so know. So we all, like, we're like, no, 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 exactly. no, no. Exactly. Um, maybe we can talk about basically how to fucking raise a psycho. Yeah, that'd be a fun topic. That would be a fun topic. I'll have to do a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. Because even though I know a lot of stuff, I don't really know deep into the psyches of that. Exactly. We should deep. <laughs> so, we'll deep dive. I know we'll deep dive. Thank you for listening. Support us on Instagram and Facebook at Intro to Adulting Pod. You can also email us at Intro to Adulting Pod at gmail dot com. And finally, share, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. This episode was kind of chaotic, but I don't think it was chaotic. It was chaotic. But you know what? It's probably gonna be one of our best ones. Who knows? Because it, it was real and genuine. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yes, follow us, share with your friends. We're trying to build up our subscribers. Was that you making that noise? <laughs> that high pitched squealing. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with my microphone? <laughs> Serena. I and... heard that. Too. <laughs> I didn't realize it was coming from me. What in the world was that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the unreleased trauma that from your massage today. Freaking crazy ass. <laughs> Anyway, we're trying to build up our our followers. So if you do enjoy this, and we do thank you for listening. We know you don't have to. There are a million podcasts out there. So if you're listening, thank you so much. Maybe share it with a friend, a neighbor, a sibling, a parent. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll like it and follow us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our hearts. And have a great day. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye.